Welcome to episode 10 of the Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. I am your host, Sir Cussalot Travis Pointer. I am joined by my co-host, Mara the Shark Watkins. Hello. It's episode 11. Is it 11? You said 11 before. Oh, maybe it is 11. My bad, y'all. This is episode 11. Sorry. 11. This is episode 11. Say it again. Episode 11. Here we go with drinking Travis again. Hey, man, don't judge me. Fuck you. I'm not judging. Just making an observation. Like, I saw you putting up two fingers. Like, what are you trying to to tell me to hold on? Like, what the (laughs) fuck? No. Yeah, you threw me off. I wouldn't hold on like that. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what? Okay. But anyway, yeah. We're back again. This is quite the interesting week. We got a good show for you. How are you right now? I'm good. How good. are you? I'm great. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Especially after that week we had to the 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 well this past week ending Westworld. So you know. Yeah. Yeah, DC had a lot to live up to after I saw the Westworld finale, but you know they gave us something good. So, got a lot to look forward to. I won't lie, after binging all three episodes back to back, this was a really good week. This like I love mid season finale week. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they they were really bringing it this week because, like you said, the mid season finale. So, it gave us a lot to enjoy and a lot to look forward to and a lot of questions. But let's go ahead and get into That's it, true. though. We can start with Monday, which didn't happen because there was no Supergirl this week. But we will say, you know, next episode comes back January 16th called Supergirl Lives. That's all we really know right now. January 16th, Supergirl is back. Yes. Yeah. But we can move past that to Tuesday. Flash episode entitled The Present. Starts out, you know. That was crazy. Yeah, it was. This was a great episode. It was a crazy episode. Started out with Julian. A flashback, I guess you could say, of Julian. Four years ago, traveling around in, I believe it was India. And, yeah, he's looking for something doing his Indiana Jones thing. Had the hat and everything. That's what I kept saying. I didn't know, like, were they doing that on purpose or, you know, do they just, you know, not expect me to notice? Because, yeah, he was definitely Indiana Jones. I mean, I was confused at first. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? But I figured, you know, this was also them explaining how he became Alchemy, but it really didn't. It just kind of just showed that, and no offense to anyone. about shit wait say that one more time we lost you for a second no offense to what i said no offense to any of our viewers i was like with the, like that first opening scene with julian just shows that our white li- our white listeners jesus christ that white people are just too damn curious about shit yeah 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 that's why they always died in the horror movies and shit because they always just open and shit they don't need to be opening Right, like, running upstairs when they inside on, of a son. house with the killer. Like, there's no way out if you run upstairs. But you know, right? Like, why, like why, why do they always go upstairs? Go out the door. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So he was out doing his Indiana Jones thing, but you know, he opens up the box and some crazy light comes out. We really don't see what happens there. We find out later what really happened, which was you know he becomes alchemy and. Alchemy and Savitar is, you know, Savitar is contained inside that box and shit and all that. But back in the present, we got Cisco is losing his shit. He keeps seeing his brother everywhere. And we don't really know what's happening with that yet until we find out that, you know, Savitar is like, yo, I'm going to use this against you to get me the fuck out of here. see what else we got here we also found out apparently julian wrote a paper about the stone that he uses you know 
as alchemy that creates metahumans because he was using it to find it and try to get some shit for his sister, was it? Yes. Yeah, it was the sister. Yeah. That was one of those things that, like, I get it. It was just of no real consequence to me because I didn't care, but I I know why. I don't care about your feelings, Julian. I really don't because he's a dick, so it was just... <laughs> yeah. His ex. Yeah. Fuck him. But um, we did also the see, in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did see the return of uh, Jay Garrett, though. Yes, yes, yeah. and the I trickster. do enjoy seeing Jay Garrett turn to the screen. Yeah, huh? yeah. I said and the trickster. You know, Mark Hamill as the trickster because who doesn't love seeing Mark Hamill on yes. screen? <laughs> he's fucking Mark Hamill. Everyone loves Mark Hamill. Yeah, I mean, legendary. It's, it's fucking Luke Skywalker. Or those of you who are fans of Batman, the animated series, or other iterations of Batman animated or video game form, he's the Joker. So, I was just, yeah, say that. So, yeah, we got a little Mark Hamill action in there, too. But, you know, we got Barry. What was it? So, what's up? I was going to say, we also saw Wally being. Tra- trained but you know like we can get to that yeah we'll get to that in a second i was just gonna touch on you know barry like you know we go into jay like bro i need your help like the fuck is this savitar nigga doing and we got a little background on him well basically like he's you know he basically named himself the god of speed because he was the first speedster you know or god of motion i guess they called it he was the first ever speech, the first to tap into the speed force, and so he's been around for so long, and he basically named himself the god of motion. So, how do you, like, I had the same question that Barry had. How do you just make yourself a god? Well, I mean, like I said, when he was the first, and he's faster than all the rest of them, and no other speedster can touch him. I'm like, yeah, I'm the god of speed. Fuck you. Do something about it. That's basically how that happened. That's how I saw it. <laughs> It's just like if you like wait. become like you know if you're Michael oh, wait, Jordan. Can we just say one thing? What? What's up? Oh, uh, so they have like a brief Harry Potter ripoff moment in my eyes, but like I'm sure it wasn't when they called. So the stone that Julian had found that they opened up that releases Savitar is called the Philosopher's Stone. Now, for any of our Harry Potter heads out there, everyone knows that the first book in the Harry Potter series. Well, in England, is called the Philosopher's Stone. In America, it's called the Sorcerer's Stone. And I just thought that was funny, considering that Malfoy is also in this show. That may have, may or may not have been on purpose. I don't know. I don't know as much about Harry Potter. We've talked about this before. How I've just never really gotten into it. But yeah, you you very well may be right. They may have done that on purpose. That'd be super cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jay decides, like, yo, I'm going to help you out with Savitar. I don't know what I can do, but it's Savitar. You need help? I'm going to help you. And now is when we get to, you know, Wally being trained. Because HR is like, yo, I'm going to help you out. Like, yo, at this point in Barry's training, he was not as fast as you are right now. So, which we kind of know there's no way they're going to make Wally, you know, better or faster than Barry so at some point he's gonna he's gonna peak but he's moving along mm-hmm. faster than Barry was which would kind of make sense he's you know point of, that while he's at now yeah which would kind of make sense because he's he has access to more information about how Barry speed works and all that kind of stuff so it kind of would make sense that he's further along but you know we'll see Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this episode was great, but like, there wasn't too much for me to take notes on, aside from the fact that, you know, they're trying to defeat Savitar. Yeah, it's more of them figuring out Savitar and how to stop him and what to do about him. And a little bit of Wally being trained. It's, it, yeah. was, it was really like, it was a Christmas episode with some important stuff thrown in. Cause you know how like older shows would throw in like a Christmas episode. that really had nothing to do with anything else, but just a excuse to do Christmas yeah. stuff. 
it was like that with some important Savitar stuff thrown in because they really didn't accomplish anything until the very end, which we'll get to in a sec. But, um, oh boy, the end. Yeah, yeah, like that part. You know, later on, you know, Iris figures out that what Julian was up to in India through her, you know, investigative reporter skills and shit. That's Barry, you know, like, yo, he was doing this shit. This is what happened. Snitching and shit, but, you know, it was, like, <laughs> important snitching. Like, you know, it needed to happen, so I get it. But the kind of right. snitching that happened later that didn't need to happen was Wally snitching on himself and HR just because he wanted to go out and fight and shit. Like, dude, you were, like, secretly training, and then you snitch on yourself and on HR. Like, what the fuck, bro? Right, and HR was trying to help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See snap formation. Exactly. See, I don't hate all snitching. <laughs> There's certain snitching that, you know, that is necessary. Like what Iris did when she snitched on Julian, that was necessary. They needed to get somewhere. But this whole right. Wally snitch thing that happened here didn't need to happen. Is it? I have a question though. Throughout in the episode, towards I want to say about like two thirds in, when Caitlin invited Julian to spend Christmas with them, do you see like a slight maybe? Hey, forgive me for that one week I tried to hurt you because I was going all evil and shit. Yeah, that may have been part of it, but I think a big part of it was just her trying to include him in because he was just she saw that he was somebody that was all alone, and she kind of saw that part of herself and him too because she's without the people that are around her like, you know, all alone. yeah without Cisco and Barry and all them she would be all alone she's like yo you come in and be a part of this too they can help you and we can help you right this is the family that I found in these people and you can find the same thing that's what I got out of that but let's get on to that scene you know, with all of them. And, no, not the fight scene, when they're trying to get rid of the box, and the box, and like, and then, not the box, the speed force ends up taking Barry to places he shouldn't be. Oh, yeah, when he tried to throw the box away, and he, like, moved into the future and shit instead of going into the past, yeah. And he yeah. saw, spoiler alert again, like, I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you haven't seen the episode yet, but I'll Throw right, it out come there on, now. we've done this for 10 weeks now. Yeah, now you, you guys know. already know. We're going to spoil the fuck yeah, out of this shit. Yeah, we shit. spoil the shit out of the show. We do, because that's what we're talking about is what happened. But yeah, Savitar killed Iris, like, in the future. So Barry knows that Iris is getting killed by Savitar in a possible future. Doomed for death. In a possible Five future. Five months later into the future. Jay made that clear that that's one of many possible futures, not the definite future. Jay yes. made that very clear. Like, yo, this is not definitely the future. This is just the future that that would happen if events continue as they would normally progress. Yeah, so don't get all don't get get all attached to that. And then, you know, if she lives, because you know on some level they're probably gonna find a way to make her live unless they're canceling her contract. Um, and then be like, <laughs> Well, Blue Flame said she was gonna die. And now she's still alive. So what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, that's not what happened. We're just telling you that, you know, that's one of many well, possible futures. Yes. We don't know anything about their contracts or anything just like that. They don't give us that kind of information. I would like them to. So, you know, Berlanti, if you want to talk to me, we can, you know, make that happen. <laughs> what were they going to say? Like, let's I talk, bro. Like, I'll even direct an episode for you because, you know, I love you like that. What were they going to say? Oh my gosh. Hey, man. What he's trying to say, Mr. Belanti, is Travis gets hard-ons for your work. And possibly you. Major chubs, man. Major. (laughs) But what I was saying was, I was kind of confused at first when he, you know, emerged out of the Speed Force and realized he was in the future. I didn't think it was only going to be five months. I thought it was going to be way more in the future. I didn't realize how futuristically futuristic technology they had because 
that bus stop that had like you know the video news broadcast going on mm-hmm. i was like oh this is years in the future nope this is five months into the future and i'm just like either that's new or they already got that and they are really ahead of us or maybe they're just ahead of you maybe new york isn't as advanced as you think it is hmm, hmm? you ever think of that But yeah, five months in the future, Savitar has Iris and stabs her because fuck you, Barry. All because in the future, Barry imprisons him. Damn. In that little box shit. Well, I mean, I'd be angry about that too. Yeah. So. If I thought I was like the speed god. Or the god of the speed force. I'd be pretty pissed about that too. I'd be killing everybody's mate. <laughs> All up and down Central City. Yeah. But then Barry has to pull his shit together and be like, all right, it's Christmas time. I'm going to spend this time with people. Like, yo, Iris. Like, yo, we got a place together now. He just bought him a, you know, just bought him a condo or an apartment or some shit. Because, you know. What was I going to say? So, one, Barry tried to go. Oh, and see what can I change to stop us from getting there? And Jake Eric had to be like, "Stop changing shit." Yeah, nigga. yeah. He tried like, to. See. For real. <laughs> he haven't was. You learned yet? He was about to change some shit again. <laughs> like you haven't learned yet that when you go and fix shit, you just cause something else to happen. So stop doing your fuck shit. And then, so when he, you know, took her to see the apartment condo romantic gesture that I yelled at Jay at for not doing for me yet. <laughs> and um, I was just sitting there thinking, like, I hope you have, like, I hope you can get, like, your five-month deposit back. Like, your oh, five-month deposit is, like, refundable. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a five-month deposit. I think it's for the whole lease. So after that's over with, it's like a minimum of, a, like, a year. So he still got seven months to go. <laughs> before His he... homegirl about to be dead in five months and you're not going to want to live there no more. Yeah, he's going to go back to sleeping on Cisco's couch again. But uh, I didn't even realize he was doing that. Well, yeah, he was like he decided he wasn't going to live with Joe anymore. So and he wanted to be able to like spend time with Iris like, yo, your place is too small. I'm sleeping on Cisco's couch and like, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's too small for two people. I was like, and we can't fuck on Cisco's couch, so that's kind of rude, especially when Cisco's still mad about you causing his brother to die. His thing. Do you think they fucking already? Like they didn't say it. We haven't actually seen it happen. We've, we've only seen them kissing. Yeah, this is true, but I definitely think after this episode in the condo, I'm definitely sure they did because she took her jacket off real quick. <laughs> I saw that her jacket just dropped to the ground. We know what they were getting ready to do right there on the floor. Can we just for a second talk about How Iris? In this, talk about Iris in this green dress for this whole episode that just was like, ugh. Candace Patton. <laughs> All right, I'm okay now, but yeah. Good. Not quite, but I'll say I am. But yeah. <sighs> We did, though. Wally got a little gift at the end of this episode. He's officially Kid Flash. Yeah, they got him his suit. He has his suit. When, you know... I was wondering how long that was going to take to happen. Yeah, once Joe's girl walked away conveniently to take a call from her daughter. So she wasn't in the room while he gave him his suit. I don't know what they did with it. But, like, you know, they showed him the shit. Yeah, I wonder, like... What do you say when she's like, oh, what did you get, Wally? Nothing. <laughs> she have a box? Nothing. There's nothing in that box. Like, I don't know. My hopes and dreams for what I wished I got for Christmas. My dad's <laughs> funny like that. Oh, man. But, yeah. That was it for The Flash. Anything else you want to add on that one? Nope. Can't right. wait for February to come back now. You don't have to wait till February. Flash comes back January 24th. Oh, nice. Right before my birthday. Yeah, so not quite February. January 24th is when Flash is back. 
I'm sorry. I'm just so used to the CW being like, yeah, we'll end in like late November, early December, and then we won't come back till like fucking February. Yeah, I hear you. So yeah, Supergirl comes back a week earlier than everybody else, I believe. If I'm looking at the date. Probably because she ended a week earlier. Yeah, yeah. But we'll move on to Wednesday now. Arrow. Episode. I enjoyed that episode. I did. They too. really should have talked. They really should have called that episode. We need to talk about Evelyn. <laughs> um. <clears throat> well, any of you who are familiar Even with Artemis in the comics, you kind of know this was coming. Like she turns on the good guys in the comics. It's just what she does. So, kind of saw. It I mean, coming. while that is true still should have been called when you talk about Evelyn because even though we knew she was working with Prometheus for all of like an episode ago that shit went on way too long for no one to know well wait yeah way too long for people on the team to know yeah but I I mean I am glad they didn't draw it out too long because I was really really gonna be upset if we ended this episode and they still didn't know right I was like, there's oh, no by the way, way this episode was called we, "What We Leave Behind." To... Huh? No, I'm just saying, "What We Leave Behind" is actually the name of this episode. Ah, uh, I was gonna say there was no way I went to wait till 2017 for these niggas to find out that she was two timing them. Yeah, yeah. And this whole thing, like you know, <laughs> villains are always really funny to me. Because so many of them could win so easily. Like, they could win. They really could. But he's like, I don't want to kill him. I just want to make him wish he was dead. You could have killed him like 12. You could have killed him like 12 times. Like, (laughs) you had him dead to rights so many times and you didn't do it. But yeah. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Just can keep watching the show and enjoying it. I like that this that this time with the flashbacks of Arrow, it's not like you know back to his espionage days. It's more back to you know when he first became Arrow. Yeah, back to season one. That was which was nice shit. to see. Because yeah. it made sense for this episode. It like literally related to what was going on as him figuring out. Yeah, that, that was also kind of a first to me. That Prometheus is the son of somebody that he did kill who was on that list, which makes sense. Because they were just like, yeah, we were told earlier that the villain Prometheus has something to do with his actions from season one. Not somebody he literally encountered in season one, which is good. Like, it made something that, like, you know, it makes sense for it to be this person, but it didn't feel like they just kind of swerved it in. Because had it actually been that dude, um... Claiborne had it actually been Claiborne, I'd have been like, nah, that don't make no sense, bro. Like, right? Or just like, you know, it's funny when they well, not funny. I had you know before when we were trying to figure out who Prometheus was, and you had theorized that it might be Tommy. Mm-hmm. You know, when they started to theorize that it's probably Claiborne, and then it turns out, you know, they had the ashes of Claiborne, um, which means he was dead. I was kind of like, oh my god. It has to be fucking Tommy. I was like, <laughs> I put money on it. But then, you know, when you start to see the flashbacks of when Arrow or when Oliver went back and actually killed him, I was like, yo, what if it's his son, bro? Mm-hmm. And you also notice, though, like the picture of the baby, it looked like a black baby. Looks like a black baby. Yeah, he had a also black baby. It also kind of looked like a little girl to me, too. Eh, I wouldn't go that far. It looked, still looked like a boy to me. It just looked like a boy with a little mini fro. But yeah, it looked like he had a little black okay. baby. So, you know, Claiborne liked the chocolate. Hat. Black of the berry. Yeah, man. That juice is sweet. Um, but yeah, so I also want to point out, this episode was like a, showed both, showed reasons as to why you should let your significant other, what you're doing, uh, your side things, but then also why you shouldn't. So Felicity telling, you know, Billy about her work with the Green Arrow 
you know, so long ago. It oh, like I almost man. forgot that she told him. I did too about that. I didn't even I like so that. Right, I was like, when did he find out? And I was like, oh wait, she told him like episodes ago. But I was just like, you can't tell him this information and then get upset when he's doing his damn job. See, that's the thing. I feel like she told him, and you should eventually, but she told him entirely too soon. Like, (laughs) as a matter of fact, I'm still not quite clear. Like, was he living there? Where? Like, her place? Like, yeah, with her. Like, was he living there? I don't think so, but I think he had a key to her place. Yeah, that's that's still too much. Like, you know, I will say also, like, you know, once again, if you're not clear on this, there are spoilers here. When they kill him, like, yeah, well, wasn't really sad to see you go, but, you know, eh, you all heard me in previous episodes about how I just, I don't like that nigga. But, yeah. But, I mean, it also dispelled our theory he had nothing to do with Prometheus, but Prometheus was targeting him. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Or used him as a pawn. And I really think that my suspicion of him having to do something with Prometheus was just a really big part of the fact that I just didn't like his ass. So... Yeah. I mean, because also, I mean, like, with the show, it's shown that, you know, sometimes new people who come in all of a sudden and start to get really close and chummy with people... Like Evelyn. Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they turn out to be the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, back to your point of telling your significant other, though. I'm sure you're about to give yes, the Curtis. Because, yes, so... Well, Curtis, you know, and his husband, Paul, were attacked by Prometheus, or as, as, or as you know, they're calling him the star throwing star killer. I think it's like the wackiest name I've ever. Yeah, that's in my like life. that's the laziest shit. Like it's just like yeah, he killed people with a throwing star. Let's just call him the throwing star killer. So but he also wields a sword. So and a bow and arrow. He's the throwing <laughs> right. He's the throwing star, bow and arrow, sword wielding killer. Yeah. Like nah, son. Um, you know, so even before inside the banquet or the Christmas party. Which is what prompted them to come outside. You know, Felicity fucked up on Curtis's cover. So now, not only does Curtis look very, very suspicious, like, so now, and, you know, Paul's like, you come home at these late hours and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm pretty sure when Curtis told Paul about, you know, him working with the arrow, I feel like Paul would have rather hear him say, I'm seeing another dude. Like, here's my thing, though. Like, see, this is one of those things that has always really bothered me about people, like insignificant others and whatnot. Like, why are people so focused on the time? Like, <laughs> why does it really matter how how late I got home? Like, you didn't get home till 2 in the morning. What were you doing? Like, yo, like, why do you care? Like, you realize I can do some really horrible shit and still be home by 6. Like, <laughs> right, like, it could be 2 in the afternoon and I could still be cheating on you. Like, really? Like, it's, that really has nothing to do with anything, but... So funny that you bring that up. Like, like I digress. Like, I've had bad days. Like, back when I was in high school, I was, yeah, I was, I was a man ho. And... <laughs> As far as, like, you know, I had a girlfriend at the time, and yeah, if I cheated, like, it didn't happen late at night. One, because I was a high school kid, and two, because I could readily do whatever I wanted at noon. Like, it was just, <laughs> like... But yeah, so, like, that whole thing, and I was I was really sad to see, you know, Paul and Curtis's marriage kind of fall apart. And, you know, when they were coming home, when he came home to find out, find out that Paul was leaving, I was hoping Curtis was coming home to be like, you know what, I can't do this Team Arrow thing right now because things are going, getting really dangerous and I just want to be home with you. See. And instead, nope. See, I wasn't expecting that at it all. Because, was... like, Felicity even said it. Like, you know, like, he doesn't know you very well. He doesn't know. You don't do well with ultimatums. So... I wasn't expecting him to do that at all. And, like, 
I really but then I, Paul also realized that he doesn't want to be that kind of guy that gives <laughs> ultimatums. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing though, it's really funny because like I knew this wasn't gonna happen. But I really wanted Paul because it wasn't really like the whole team Merrill thing had nothing to do with him. I really wanted him to say, even though I knew he wouldn't, like, my name is Paul and that's between y'all. Like I wanted him to say it. Even though I knew he wouldn't, but I wanted to hear it anyway. So I said it to myself. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't get that satisfaction. Yeah, I know. I know. It's little things like that that I, I want it all the time, but I know I'll never get it. Let me see what else. So Paul left Curtis. Let's talk about this whole John setup thing. Like, who the fuck set him up? Well, I'm sure it's Prometheus had something to do with it, but like, how? Like, how did he get Lila's voice on the phone talking about, yo, something's wrong with John Jr. We need your help. And he go back to the shit and like they got guns on him and shit. Mm. You know, it's funny. I heard all that happening. I didn't even look at my screen when it was happening. I, it, like It happened all so quick. And I was like, wait, what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she called him like, yo, we need you to get back to the little the hideaway spot, whatever they called it. I forgot what they called it. Safe house, whatever it was. Something's wrong with John Jr. And so he, you know, comes back. He walks in. A whole bunch of agents like swatting shit with guns on them and all that. I don't know why they needed that many people. Oh, no. So. Because apparently John's a very dangerous motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, he's a bad motherfucker, but he's not going to, like, kill agents and shit. So. Touche. Okay. But yeah, so he's caught. Uh, yeah. But everyone's sad. So we have to talk about how Billy got killed, though. Do we really have to? I don't care. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know it's but important. It a... I know it's important. I know it's important. It was an episode turning moment. I understand all that. Like, and I understand why it's important to the story and all that kind of shit. It's just like, man, whatever. Fuck Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Exactly. Fuck. It is a clearly a whatever the fuck moment. I understood why it was significant to them and why Felicity oh was going to be was... all fucked up about it. But I literally I was like, whatever this... the fuck, kill him. <laughs> all I could say was, I was like, well, Sam, there weren't any chances of Felicity and Oliver getting back together because it's not like, you know, Billy died. She was like, you know what? I'll get past this because... Oliver is my one true love anyway. But then it's like, nah. Oliver accidentally killed him. Here's the thing, though. She didn't actually love him, though. She actually said, like, I like you. She didn't even want to say love him because she didn't love him. She really loves Oliver, and that's okay. But anyway, if anything, though, if anything will kill the whole Felicity and Oliver getting back together thing, it's what happened at the end of this episode. When, oh yeah, him and the reporter. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about his return to their lair underground and him walking in and fucking Laurel is there. Oh fuck, right. Yeah. 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 If I anything, was like, in my notes, I'm like, what the fuck? Laurel? Yeah. How? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if anything is gonna kill that, it is Laurel being back. So I don't know what the fuck is happening, what the fuck she's doing there, how the fuck she's there, or anything like that. And we just have to sit and wait for it until January 25th. And Berlanti, I hate you for this. But I still love your shit. I can't wait that long. (laughs) Like, that's over a month. (laughs) Like, it is only... I know. Like, that's that's two days for my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is entirely too long to wait for that shit. But yeah, he was back with the reporter later. Because I got questions. We all got questions, but what's your question? Oh, no. It's like, how is Laurel back? Oh, yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Other than that, I said. Arrow. Now let's talk about Legends. This was probably one of my favorite episodes of Le- Legends since last season. Okay. Let's talk about it then. This one is called The Chicago Way. Yeah, yeah. They know what's up. They went you to Chicago I said, with it. It's like 20s and 
roaring 20s where racism where racism and flappers go hand in hand. Yeah, man. And bootleggers on alcohol, you know. Bootlegging alcohol because right. Al Capone was that nigga. So, yeah, 1927 Chicago. Damien Dark, al- along with Malcolm Merlin, so they're still forming this Legion of Doom. Oh, do you want to hear the dumb shit that I did before starting this episode? What dumb shit did you do before so, starting this episode? So, like, I'm picking it up on my DVR program on my computer, right? And I'm, like, watching the intro, and it's, like, all talking about the invasion thing. And so I'm, like, I'm writing my notes. I'm, like, cameos. All right. All the cameos. And I was, like, wait a second. I've seen this. And then I was, like, shit. I hit the wrong episode. So I thought I hit Chicago. <laughs> I hit Invasion Part 4. And I was like, Cloud, why are they still talking about the aliens? The aliens are defeated. Like, why is Cisco and all of them still there? Like, I was so confused. Wow. And then I realized I hit the wrong episode. Wow. Like, was 10 minutes and super confused. Shame, shame, shame. Shame. Ring and I was bell. like, okay. Shame. All right. <laughs> can't talk about Game of Thrones till next summer. I'm not talking about Game of Thrones. You made that connection. I was just shaming you. I was just shaming you in general. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. And then so I was like, okay, here we go. And I was like, ah, Al Capone. And I was like, but what does Damien Dark and Thawne want with him? Then I was like, fuck. And here's Merlin. Here he comes. He's finally started to rear his ugly head into the series where he crosses over. Yeah, man. So we got three quarters of the Legion of Doom there. We're still just waiting on Snart, who we kind of saw, but not really. But, so... Yeah. Can I just say whatever... What I started to realize, whenever I see an episode with Malcolm Merlin in it, I, I always feel like shit's about to turn the fuck up. Like, I just feel like that's what he does. Yeah, he pretty much takes everything that's at, like, a 7 and turns it up to an 11. Like, <laughs> that's kind of what... He makes shit turn <laughs> extra bad. And it's even worse on like episodes of it's even worse on like episodes of Arrow when like they need his help because you always know in the back of his mind he's looking for a way to fuck him over. Like <laughs> right. He always has like a side thing going on, like a side agenda. Mm-hmm. Like he's that nigga. Like like I want to go out for my birthday and I have all these plans with everyone, but he's thinking about this is what we're going to do, though, because yeah. I want to do this. Yeah, man, like, you got this My whole not this whole crazy event going on with all your friends and shit, but he's trying to figure out how to steal your cake. Like, it's just... Right, like, what the fuck, Malcolm? Let me have my cake and eat it, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, I hear you, Luna. That's what but I was yeah. saying. But, um... Yeah, she goes the same way. She's like, what the fuck, nigga? Yeah, man. But, um... And then so we flash on over to the ship, and, you know, we got Ray and Haywood thrown out. That was super adorable. Let me tell I you, though, it, we can say it was adorable at the beginning, but by the end of the episode, it was annoying me. Like, <laughs> I was tired of it by the end of the episode. Like, I get it. I get it. You're like a sibling rivalry, like, you know, like Sarah said at the beginning. Like, Jesus. Okay. I get it. I get it. You can stop now. But yeah, I did see that. That was I thought it was cute. It, like I said, it was cute at the beginning. It just when they kept doing it over and over again. By the end of the episode, I was tired of it. Hmm. So also, this episode really focused a lot on Stein and his, you know, aberration of a daughter. Um, <laughs> and you know, Jack trying to tell him, <laughs> yes, because she's not real. Uh, she's real. She's just in in an alternate reality. Well, alternate timeline. So, you know. Luna just looked at me like, I'm real, right? (laughs) So far. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so, you know, and and I'm in my notes, I'm like, you know, the longer Stein does this charade, the more he's going to feel for his daughter and the harder it's going to be to fix what he messed up if they do go back and fix it Here's the because thing. you know he keeps having all these memories embedded into his mind of you know of her growing up here's my thing though with this you whole know, daughter parent, thing you'd be a parent you know it'd be hard to erase them oh yeah but here's my thing though about, about all this 
we've been seeing him with his daughter and all this thing about his daughter and all that, how much he's remembering his daughter and all that shit. Where's his wife? Remember back last week during the invasion episode, his daughter was talking about her in the past tense. Oh yeah, you know she's not here. Yeah, and we haven't seen her. Huh. And all that kind of shit. So what's what's up with his wife? That might be a tipping point where he decides, like, yeah, we actually do need to fix this or not. Where he got actually has to make a decision. I want to know what's up with his wife. Is his wife my, did his wife die? My guess Are they divorced? Dead or she's yeah, that dead or divorced. So it's just like, yeah, what's up with that? But I think I think more likely that she died because remember the whole thing he did was he told him to pay more attention to her you know and give her more of his time mm-hmm. so i would imagine that you know divorce wouldn't be a thing since they had already hit right that rocky point you know so long ago and he would just gone he would just you know change his tune up to make sure she never felt that way mm-hmm. ever again um so my guess would be most likely that she either legitimately wasn't home at the time because she probably has like some probably crazy job. I'm not really even sure what Camilla does. If Camilla is actually still his wife, right? That's it. That's her name. Okay, I had no idea. But go ahead. Yeah, and then or she had you know something had happened where she had died. Yeah, we'll see. That's though. my guess. Yeah, I hear you. I'm hoping that they'll mention it. You know, they'll bring it up sooner or later. Yeah, we'll see. Because the fact that they haven't brought it up yet makes me assume that she legitimately wasn't home because I would have felt like he would have found out she had died by now. Like, you know, when they were sitting in the lab together, uh, like, not necessarily. If, like, if it's something like, you know, his wife died, her mother died, maybe something they don't really like to talk about. True. So, yeah, well, that's what she like for plot purposes. They would have said something about it already, but you know, you never know. Cause they're like shocking us. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, but then of course they go on this rescue mission of that FBI agent, and the they Elliot get caught. Ness. Hess, Ness. Yes, Elliot Ness. And they get you know trapped. It's, it turns out to be a trap, and um, you know so dark and uh, reverse thawn and. Merlin have Sarah and Stein. Wait, 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 wait. Pause, pause. By the way, let's let's just talk about this also. How the fuck do they not know who Reverse Flash is? Uh, who? I don't think did they deal with him in when Stein he was there. Stein did. The whole, you're right. Yeah. So like they've dealt with him before. Like I'm pretty sure that Stein dealt with him in season one. With the whole, you know, the Firestorm shit. Because Firestorm was what made everything fixed at the end of season one. So, how do they not know does, who, who reversed But did Dawn ever is? see his face? Maybe not. Like, straightforward? Maybe not. That's what I'm thinking. Like, That's I don't possible. think he realizes who it is. Because, you know, I don't think he's ever seen his face. Because remember, he does that blurry thing, the same thing that Barry does. Yeah, that and he back then he was looking like Wells too. So, yeah, so that's what I, that's what I would imagine that they that they don't. Cause I thought about that too. I was like, how don't they realize that? Um, but then my other thing was like, how have they not asked Bear for help yet? Yeah, why did they while they were like dealing with the invasion shit before they left? Like, hey, we got this speech that we're dealing with here. You ever heard of this dude? Like, simple right, question. Because, simple question. You know. <laughs> Right, like, that could have been, like, just in passing, like, hey, this week was really crazy with the whole alien thing, but, yo, we've been having this thing with, you know, like he's this like other you. Deedster. Like he's like you, he wears the same thing as you, but, like, in reverse. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, everything that you have red is yellow, and everything you have yellow is red on him. Like, it's like the reverse of you, like a reverse flash. You know who you that know what is? I find annoying about that is that Wally's costume is kind of almost the same colors, like the same color scheme, and I'm just like, but why do that? 
That's a TV show thing because it's not like that in the comics. <laughs> it's not. Like there's certain iterations isn't of reverse like, flash in the comic also yellow. Yeah, but Wally isn't. Is isn't, it, isn't Wally? No. Uh, okay. It's like a. It's a, like a. It's not like completely yellow like that. It's like a different kind of mixture of red and yellow, but it's not like as much yellow as it is in the show. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, back to, you know, that. But yeah, so I don't understand how they don't know what they haven't had. Because I thought about that several weeks. Like, every time they show Thawne doing something with, you know, Dark, I was like, why haven't they asked Barry for help yet? It's not like Stein doesn't know him. It's not like Sarah don't know him either. Yeah. Or Ray Palmer. I'm just like, come on, man. Or um, fucking Rory, even though I know technically he is a villain of Flash. But I'm like, come on, son. Mm-hmm. But um, we start to see Snart, you know, toying with with, with Mick. Mick. Yeah. Speaking of Mick, can we talk about Mick and Vixen, and about how um, they're gonna eventually consensually kiss? I see it coming. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I'm just like, yep, here it goes, here we go, because she's intrigued by him, and he's more of that whole like, ah, yeah, she's hot, and. Yeah, I can bring her over to the dark side kind of thing. <laughs> see, I enjoy how see how fun it is to live the way I live. See why I live the way I live. I'm just waiting on it. Even though I'm slightly jealous. Yeah, no, she already kissed him on the cheek. She kissed him on the cheek this week before we know beyond the mouth. Mm-hmm. And other places. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so back to Stair and Stein being caught, you know, they torture Stein to what what I thought was torture. About to say, he wasn't really torturing him. He was really just trying to, like, get his DNA and take his place. Yeah. Um, And so when they come back, wait, can we just talk about that funny moment when, you know, when they thought they got Stein back so easy? Yeah, I was watching it. I'm like, where the fuck did Thawne go? Like, how did that, how is he just loose like that? You can just get him without Thawne being there. What the fuck happened? And then they got back like, oh, that's not really him. Right. Oh, that's not really him. When are we going to find out that's not really him? Well, when and they, they came see him. back, when they came back, though, like, Sarah and um, Amaya are, like, walking him onto the ship. Like, you know how, like, when like when your grandparent comes home from the hospital? Mm-hmm. Because they're really old, you, like, walk them in and walk them to their chair and everything. with me hold on one second okay you say you get home you walk them to the chair and everything i lost you for a second oh so you know how like they uh you walk them and all that stuff but they look like they're just so slightly struggling because they're so fucking old yeah all right that's how they were walking style and i was like damn god damn he ain't that old (laughs) and i got such a slight (laughs) chuckle from that because it looked like two girls walking their grandfather it did into the house yeah it did i'm with you Let's get you out of the cold, Granddad. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, so yeah, you find out, you know, it's not really Stein. It's it's Thawne. He goes. Right, in there. I was like, niggas acting stupid, weird. Yeah, so he does a little thing. They figure out where the amulet is, and you know, Sarah fights Merlin. Eventually, he does this whole thing. They got to make a deal. You know, you give you back Stein, you give us the amulet, and. Blah, 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 you know, the bad guy shit that the bad guys do. Good guys, you know, give in to it because uh, we don't want to lose the old man because he's important because without him, we don't have Firestorm. I really think that's the only reason. But, uh, um, like, I really think if Jax could be Firestorm without Stein, they would have let him stay. But. Yeah. Um, but he can't. Yeah. Um. I like that Amaya almost got the justice that she was seeking. But let me just say why this was like one of my favorite episodes of Legend of Tomorrow since probably the first season. The whole whole on the ship fight was probably the most was probably the most exciting sequence of events or fighting and all that shit that I've seen that I haven't seen on like this show. To my Sarah and uh, probably the first season or like during Sarah and everyone, 
you know, just everything, like just all of it together, all that scenes on the ship when mm-hmm. they came on, yeah, was probably my favorite. That was yeah, that was very well done. I can I can get with you on that. But yeah, we do see also after that though, when they put the amulets together and ship, like yeah, it's a map, but apparently they need Rip Hunter for it. And we find out where Rip Hunter is. He is in 1967 Los Angeles working as a film director because it's that easy somehow. But <laughs> yeah, there he is. But he's not speaking with a British accent. He's speaking with an American yeah, accent. accent too. Yeah, so it's like, uh, does he know who he is or what? Like, has he lost his memory or is he just hiding there until he's found? I think either one is a plausible. Yeah, exactly. It could be either one. Um, chance. But yeah. That was the end of that. The next episode, The Lost Ark, Raiders of the Lost Ark, January 24th. Can't wait. Yeah, me neither. Anything else you wanted to touch on with this week? Or the Berlanti? No, nope, we cluster- talked about my favorite part. <laughs> all right well, that looks like that's going to be it for this week's episode then you can find us same places as always at creation magazine on both twitter and instagram also find me at sir cuss a lot that's s-i-r underscore c-u-s-s-a-l-o-t-t on both twitter and instagram where can they find you at mara Find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mara the Shark underscore. Don't forget that underscore. You get some other weirdo, I think, or no one, but you know, I like to think that there's other weirdos out there, like me. Yeah, we're gonna say um, this so just some weirdo that does it without the underscore. You don't want to. You don't want to follow that uh, weirdo. You want to follow her. So put the underscore at yeah. the end. True facts. What they gonna say? You also want to look out on our YouTube for when we're doing live plays of, you know, current games out and such. Because now I got a headset, so now I'm going to be live streaming everything. Yeah, yeah. Look out for that. But, yeah, that'll be it for this week's episode of Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. Great week. Great episodes. We'll be back. But until then, stay creative. Stay free. Bye, everybody.